Welcome to I Testify Conversation Station. Today's topic is the wrong woman. It's your girl, Mel Mel. Hi, my name is Akil Johnson. And it's me, Elger. The quote for today says, Let a young man seek one to stand by his side who is fitted to bear her share of life's burdens, one whose influence will ennoble and refine him and who will make him happy in her love by Ellen G. White. Today's conversation will be broken into three parts. Number one, the instruction and the promise. Number two, what the right woman is not. And lastly, what the right woman is. Now, if we flip our Bibles to Psalm 37, verse 4, and it reads, Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. And so when you read the Bible, you know, you always have to look at what is the condition and then what is the promise. So the condition in the verse says, delight thyself. And the promise is what? He'll give you the desires of your heart. So what does it mean to delight yourself in the Lord? Psalm 1 verse 2, and it says, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And so the delight is in the law of the Lord. And in, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. So one who delights himself in the Lord is one who day and night meditates on God's word and keeps the law in his heart. One who keeps the commands of God. And so in order to find the right woman, in order to be with the right woman, you need to be the right man. How? By keeping God's commands and having the law in your heart, studying mm -hmm. his word day and night. And so that is the instruction. The promise is that he will give you what exactly you want according to his will. You know what I find very interesting as you're reading Psalm verse one, uh, Psalm 1 verse 2, I looked at Psalm 1 verse 3, which is very, uh, I, I like that verse. It's a favorite of mine because it says, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruits in his season. Mm. His leaf also shall not wither, Hallelujah. and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Which, you know, I think really beautifully ties into the uh, idea that uh, God will give you the delights, desires of your heart when you delight in his in his goodness mm. and so it shows that when you know when you've grown to enjoy the the good things of god and the things that uh, are good and the way that is right even though it may be narrow and rough that you will god will give you the desires of your heart and you'll have the stamina you'll have the energy you'll yes, have the yes. experience you'll have the wisdom and the mental knowledge needed and necessary in order to enjoy and to properly uh have the desires of your heart that's true and now lay have you ever experienced there's a quote that says uh, that i read that says you attract what you are mm -hmm. now have you ever experienced like for example my life i see with every development or year that goes on i attract different people because i've grown so have you seen that in your life where like you've grown and you attract a certain type of female for sure yeah that, that happens um like you said every stage of your life you know what i mean like you you evolve, you, you, start, um, you start living differently. Right. And so, like you said, they, they attract different kind of lifestyles towards you. And for me, I, I will say, yeah, I've actually seen it happen towards me where different stages in my life where my mentality changes and where my mentality just shifts a little bit to the left, then I just start seeing completely different new, like I'll call it packages 
coming my way. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just, yes, it's completely yes. different things coming my way. And yes. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, very, it's very true and it's very kind of shocking and kind of, yeah. in a way, scary, if you want to say that as well. <laughs> yeah. I think back to my time in high school, yeah. I look at, I, I think about high school and think I am where, where I am now. And I look back on the girls that I was interested in in high school and I was thinking to myself, what, what was I thinking? What, what, you, yeah. <laughs> what was I on? What was I using? What was wrong with me? I was interested in you. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> My eyes must have been blind or something. So yeah, yeah, I'd say it is powerful because... What is it about a woman? What is it about a man that when you look at you're like, okay, I think I'm worthy to go after this one and she will accept me. Because it takes guts for you to even approach yeah, somebody. So you, you sure. already have to assume that, you know what, I'm... Part of the club, you know, the fish. I fit, I fit <laughs> yeah. the role, you know. I fit in here, you know. So, what about it? What do you analyze to judge whether or not you can slide in here? I feel like honestly, it's just about the everything. At first, is all about um, appearance. That's the first thing that we always okay. See. Somebody like we always we always like as bad as it is, we don't want to always judge by appearance. But that's mm-hmm. that's automatically the first thing that always happens because we're human. Yeah. It's natural to mm-hmm. us. So it's seeing the mannerism. And just the way, like even as simple as the way someone walks, mm-hmm. changes everything. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm. You can you can see that someone's mindset or someone's lifestyle has completely changed by just how they walk. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah. So just by that is one is one, I would say, green flag to see and be like, okay, I can I can approach. <laughs> I can that approach. Yes, yes, yes. You know yes, what I mean? Yes, or yes. maybe saying like, okay, that person's ready now. Mm-hmm. Or maybe okay, I'm ready because I want that now. You know what I mean? Appearance, mannerism, the first conversation. Yeah, I think you know what I mean? Like, uh, what kind of what kind of topics you guys talk about? But not necessarily topics, but like, I guess it's just something that you can feel. Mm-hmm. How do because, you vibe? Yeah. Yeah. You can talk about anything. You can talk about ants yeah. on the floor. You know <laughs> what I mean? It could be either a, an amazing conversation. And you're just like, wow, like, you know, blown away. ants. I never thought about it that way. You know what I mean? <laughs> but that person probably just made you look at it a different way. Yeah. Right. And then that is a different, a different connection than someone that just says, there's an ant on the floor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It hits you differently. And so, so going back to our verse, you know, when you're grounded in God, there's something about you that already starts to shake off the darkness because the Bible says darkness and light don't mix. Mm-hmm. So it's impossible. Like I remember you said in one of our episodes, impos- it's impossible for a grounded person to attract filth. Mm-hmm. It's not possible because they look at you and you're already like, I don't fit here. This is not my caliber. Yeah. And she definitely or he definitely won't accept. And so when we're grounded in such a way that we're in alignment with God, he can position us to now bless us with what we need and what's best for us. And that's the instruction. Colossians 4 verse 2. And it reads, continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving. How important is prayer when you are taking such a step to, you know, choose or find the right woman? It's essential. It's very essential. My process is sort of like if I make a connection with a, a girl, I'll be like, Lord, what's going on here? Mm. Show me a little sign if this is something I should, or how I should pursue this, if I should pursue this romantically or more as a friendship. And then I get a sign. And it's not God like shining a light down. It's usually right, something right. that happens in our conversation. Like right. we'll, we'll bring up, you know, one of the essentials like, do you smoke? Yes, I smoke. Good to know. Next. (laughs) Next. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, But if I get the sign, uh, you know, everything good goes well in the conversation and you feel that vibe and that connection. And like Levon said, the appearance is right and the mannerisms are right. And, you know, I... to, uh, To add what he said, you know, the important appearance is not the most important thing, but it is important. 
you know, people make judgments based on what they see. That's what you see in 21st yeah, So right. it's a, it's, it's it, essential. It's, yeah. No, yeah. it's very important. So once you get, once those things are right and you, you sense that this can move on romantically or that there is potential for it to move on romantically and that right. there's potential to build interest on both sides, then that's when you start praying about it. You say, Lord, what, the, what, uh, you know, lead me down the right path give mm. me the words to speak yes. let me show her how i'm interested in her and let me show her how passionate i want to be about her and then you know you begin that conversation but and i think it's important to you know say you know i mean people have the different ways of, of doing it you know when, uh, the, the most layman way to do it is just to say you know oh i'm interested in you, uh, would you like to see if we can develop <laughs> something? Yes. And, you know, let her go from there. And then, you know, if you guys agree, then you guys should continue to talk. And, and you she continue should, to pray. Yeah, pray. Yeah, She should be praying and you should be praying. And then eventually, I wouldn't say start praying together in the beginning, but once you're sure, because you could be praying together and the interest can be developing and, you know, things could be going well and then you see a sign. And it's just like, well, Lord, I learned something from this experience. I didn't get too involved, but I'm glad I can take a step out and I can, we can still be friends. But once you know, I think I can't really describe it, but you'll know when you've passed that point and you know that things are moving well, then I would suggest you start uh, uh, praying together and start searching and start figuring out, okay, what are, what is, what is the goal? What are we trying to to achieve but i think to add to the verse what it says uh, with thanksgiving you know it means to pray a joyful prayer don't say lord let her look past my weight and let her look past the <laughs> nappiness of my hair yes. and let her look past the way i dress you know pray a prayer like you know lord let us see how we can yes. build something beautiful together let us see how the shape of our anyways i've uh, just uh, you know, positivity and, and, and pray with with gratefulness you know say lord if i could spend but a moment in her presence I would be blessed beyond all measure. Mm. You know, you gotta, you gotta pray the good prayers. Yeah, mm. but you have to be thankful and you have to be positive and joyful. You know, you don't want to exactly. start a relationship out on a negative note. Yeah, you know, even if you guys seem like an unlikely pair, you don't want to start that on a negative yeah. note. That brings us to the end of our instruction, our promise, and just to kind of go over it again is number one: if we delight ourselves, which is keeping the law in our hearts then we'll be in such a way that we're in harmony with God's will that he will give us the desires of our hearts and give us what is good for us. And number two, we need to be in constant prayer and in the same, be watchful and have thanksgiving, positivity, thank God, and allow him to move in our lives. And so that's the instruction and the promise. And so now we're moving on to what is the right woman not? What are the cautions that the Bible gives to us that caution men when trying to find the right woman what should they look out for what should they not pursue proverbs uh, 21 verse 19 tells us that it is better to dwell in the wilderness than with a contentious and an angry woman now levon let's let's comment on that one now, could you expand it's better to dwell in the wilderness than to be with a contentious and angry woman mm -hmm. now how does it feel as a man to be around a woman who's always angry and bickering, always wanting to fight. What about it? What emotions does that bring out of you? I don't think that's um, 
that's a a situation where it will end out well. Mm-hmm. There's there's like I I personally see there's no there's no outcome where it's it's gonna be good. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's more like because your partner should be. My my mentality is your partner should be someone that uplifts you twenty four seven. You know what I mean. Obviously, there's gonna be ups and downs and stuff like that, yeah. but you shouldn't have someone that is penalizing you on every little thing you do and and trying to put you down on on your on your dreams or or always fight about the smallest things That's like awesome. the sock is on the floor, <laughs> screaming at you saying what's going on like those kind of things. They 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 don't also just um, sound bad. They mentally destruct somebody mm-hmm. over time yeah i mean it's taxing it, it, you, be, you don't want that on yourself yeah. who wants to be fighting all the time but you know Every it's interesting time. like when i watch especially relationships with somebody that's angry and contentious um i always ask myself how did you guys get here mm-hmm. like they were definitely there had to be i don't believe that a woman can fake it mm-hmm. so well or any human being can fake it so well that you can go like three years in a relationship and all of a sudden, to be like, I didn't know that she was an angry, contentious woman. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I genuinely don't believe so. So, why do you think that a lot of men miss those warning signs? I don't know. I mean, I don't what, think any what? woman starts out as being angry, but then I, I, are there like little things that you can tell? It's the little things you can tell, but it also might be that you might find yourself in a negative situation, and and maybe you both need to not be in that relationship, or there, there. Are, there are things that you do or she does or the little things that just like set her off. Uh, but when you miss those cues, when you, you don't see it, you know, in the beginning, it's, you know, little things like, oh, I don't like it when you do this. I don't like it when you do that. Or uh, nagging you over things that mm. you don't think are an issue and not being able to have constructive dialogue on the matter you know it's just back and forth back and forth back and forth and you know it's really amazing when couples are able to you know acknowledge the fact that they're always arguing or that there's always an issue it's always a fight you know say stop let's evaluate why we're in this this is how i'm feeling the partner tells them how they're feeling and able to put together a plan those are those are really key in order to building a relationship that isn't always full of you nagging and then her nagging or she's being angry with you all the time because at the end of the day bro like i understand what the bible is saying it's better to be in the wilderness (laughs) i'd rather face the danger of lions and tigers and and bears and bears and snakes bro but do you do you think most of the times they don't they don't, they miss it, or sometimes they they see it, but they push it aside. I think they see it and they push it aside. They're like, I'm gonna love her better natures. I'm gonna love the better the good the better things about her. But they don't realize that anger is mm. one of those like key emotions. You know, you can't you can't just say I'm just gonna I'm put your angry emotion to the side mm-hmm. and love your 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 joyful emotions and your sad emotions and your happy emotions. It don't work like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, a complete package. And you can't sometimes a woman is angry and it's nothing that you're doing. It's just something that she has to work on uh, and she just has to acknowledge that she finds herself to be in an angry position and realize what is triggering her to be angry maybe it's the boyfriend or maybe it's the husband or maybe it's, it's something factors. that she's not, not dealt with and, and and is and is just being brought up again based mm-hmm. on several different factors you know that could we could be here all day talking uh, about you know but but that's I think why about, it's so important for communication mm-hmm. to be there. And communication is not just like, hi, how are you? It's about dealing with these big things. Like, mm-hmm. okay, for women, we're hormor- hormonal. Like, you know, we have, you know, those 
that time of the month, things just go haywire sometimes. <laughs> yes. And if I can communicate that today, I'm not feeling it. Or around mm-hmm. this time, things just don't, are not well. I'm quick to tick. Like I can just get off, right? pop off any moment. But if I can communicate that and then we have an understanding, then when those things come, you're, it's easy to deal with. But I think the issue is when you meet as two people and now you take that step of being in a relationship, if you never have those moments of strong communication and challenging one another to open up and just to be honest about any and everything, your relationship is already doomed. Mm-hmm. And if you go with this whole statement of, you know, look at the good things and forget the flaws. No, let's not forget about the flaws. Let's try to turn those flaws into strength. Because mm-hmm. my relationship is not ma- is not challenging me in a way where my weaknesses can turn into might. Then what's the point? Yeah. I cannot stay there. We have to grow True. together. So don't ignore the flaws. Mm-hmm. Let's attack those flaws. Let's work on them in a loving way. Don't beat me down with them. Yeah. But let's address them and try to grow together. Where I fall short, you lift me up. Where you are, fall short, I lift you up. Mm-hmm. And that's the importance. So that's the key of the relationship is communication. Mm-hmm. I agree with that 100% only because like um, how I think is like it's, more, it's mostly just like uh, like just what you said, communication is is the most important thing, and it's not just the, the little stuff. It's more like you have to open up, yes. and especially like speaking twenty twenty, this generation and everything <laughs> that's happening now. Like a lot of people don't want to open up. No. Yeah. They it's either that they they fear. they they're they're, they're, fear, they're fearful or they they just don't want to open up because that's the that's the known trend to be closed off and by yourself. Yeah. you know what I mean. Mm. And I came to my conclusion yeah, if. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I'm still in the process of learning and, and knowing what love is. But what my definition of love, I said, I said love is vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Because mm. you have to be okay with um, sacrificing and opening yourself up towards that person. You know what I mean? But you have mm-hmm. to, like, people will say, yeah, but like, oh, you have to protect yourself. Yeah, you have to protect yourself. But understand, once you have a safe net there, you're not, you're not going full in. You're not, mm. you know, you're going cautiously yeah, and that won't work. So by you being vulnerable to someone and showing them who you are, your flaws, and then being completely you is, is showing love saying that I trust you with everything. You know what I mean? I trust you so much that I can tell you this, that I never told anyone. And I can trust you that you can, you can honestly turn around and go tell other people, but I'm, I'm trusting you. Mm. And sometimes it, it happens where you trust a person and you tell them everything or you do everything and then they do turn around and then, and then expose you and stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. And that does happen, but yeah. that's, that's where you learn and, and realizing that was not me. That's not for me. Yeah. That was not love. Yeah. But at the same time, like I feel like how many people are you going to go through until you realize, like the whole point why people like end up not wanting to be vulnerable and have fear in relationships because they've given it to so many people who've taken it and mm-hmm. just chucked it out the door. Mm-hmm. And so how do you know, which is why the instruction, the promise are so important when you're in harmony with God. And like Akil said, you're constantly praying like, God, okay, give me signs. Like even in a conversation, like be open with God, like God, give me a sign in this matter. Be Mm -hmm. specific. Like I want you to like in this conversation, if I have this conversation with this person, they say this, if they say this, let that be a sign that it's not. God is willing to answer us more than ever do anything that as long as we're in alignment with him so when we do that and then we get the go ahead and the green light then you become vulnerable but for many of us we want to go independent of god make that decision that call on our own be vulnerable open up to the world here they are satan comes in boom you get a stab in your heart move on how many stabs in the heart are you going to get until you end up giving on giving up on love Mm -hmm. he will never give you 
too much that you cannot not bear. Mm-hmm. He knows what you can what you can handle. Right. You know what I mean? So all those stabs, yeah, it hurts, and you're thinking, saying you can't handle it, but you can. And the thing is, like, um, I'll use an example. Mm-hmm. One of my one of my close friends' brother right. told me um, of how he found his his wife. Yes, he told me saying that back in his young days, he was always. Um, uh, he had so many relationships, so many relationships that like he was giving them 100% every single time, all the time, every t- 100%. And then he was getting drained after every relationship because mm-hmm. he's, he's showing them his entire love and he's just getting hurt over and over again. He said that when he found her, he just knew. Like he, he says he didn't even know how to explain it. <laughs> yeah. He says that he, saw, like he met her through, like a, like, um, through friends, like a group. Mm-hmm. Right. He saw her just standing there. He said he saw her. And when he, said, he said when he looked at her, he, just, he looked at her and he said, that's a God-fearing woman. Mm-hmm. Instantly. Yeah. And he said, that's how I know that was it. But then again, yeah, he, was, he is still drained. And he said he didn't have 100% love to give no more. But he still went with whatever he had left. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's what, I don't know, that's... that's what I kind of would say is it's not really about how many times you get stabbed. It's mm-hmm. just about like, are you going to continue? Yes. Not many, you know it's I mean? not about how many times you fall down. Yeah. It's about, how many yes. times you're going to get back up. There's some experiences that we go through that aren't necessarily ordained by God. See, God is not going to force you into anything. Mm-hmm. And so if you decide to make the decision to do what he doesn't want you to do, he has to let you do it. You get what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But the consequence, and that hurts him to see you suffer. Yeah. But that's what you wanted to do. So what I'm saying is we shouldn't excuse ourselves and say, okay, well, I went through that experience for me to get here. No, you went through that experience, but you end up, you ended up losing. It took a part of you. And you're mm-hmm. going to suffer for that for the rest of your life because that's a consequence of sin. And so we have to position ourselves in a way where we don't have to go through all those experiences. It's never God's order mm-hmm. for us to keep falling, 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 falling. No, yeah. His message is stop doing what's destroying you. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? His, so, his idea is that we, we learn and we grow. We don't necessarily need to fall down to, to learn, learn or to grow. Exactly. You know? And so, you know, and him allowing you to go through that relationship is because you wanted it so bad. And he's not going to stop you. It's fair game. You get into it, and yeah, you get stabbed. But he consented for that to happen so mm-hmm. he could show you, learn to listen to my voice, because if you don't, this is what happens. Mm-hmm. But then we continue, and we find ourselves in the same situation, and he's going to keep delivering you into the bitter cup until you overcome on that point. But why? It's better for you to do it. Don't let God get so far with you that he has to pull you out of such a deep pit. Mm-hmm. Stop while you're at the top. Yeah, you know what I mean, and that will help you. It'll save you from a lot of misery and suffering. Proverbs twelve verse four: An excellent wife is the crown of her husband, but she who causes shame is like rottenness in his bones. So, kill comment on that rottenness in his bones. Mm, it's uh, it's a it's a rough one there. You know, a wife who causes shame for her husband. You know, and it's not necessarily accidental. You know, you made a mistake. That that that's not. That's not what the Bible is talking about. Mm-hmm. Is you live your life in a way that is deliberately defiant of what the word tells us, of mm. what your family is trying to do, of what the goals of this relationship are. And it's public for everyone to see. And when you're living this lifestyle that is so publicly and defiantly uh, disobedient to what 
you say you believe in or what you say you're committed to, it brings shame. It, people are like, okay, why are they together? Or why does he allow this? And granted, it, it, we, it's not like it doesn't happen vice versa where yeah. it's the husband that's in that situation. But for the purposes of the conversation, we're talking about the wife. So we're going to keep it on the wife. Um, you know, People start to look and people start to judge and they start to make judgments and cast judgments on the family, on the relationship, exactly. on the ability for the man to bring control Control and unity and harmony as the head of the household into uh, his home. It's 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 shame and that shame builds up and I'm sure the husband or the boyfriend uh, feels that and it starts to develop inside. You start to grow resentful. It starts to it, it um results in more uh, conversations or arguments rather uh, between you and your partner. It results in you feeling bitter against them you you sort of don't feel great that love starts to die you know um when that woman lives in a way that's shame shameful to not only her but to you as well and to the relationship or the unionship that you have she needs to be grounded in principle mm -hmm. her habits oh, yes. need to be in line 100%. with the word because that's the only way you can be happy in the relationship and so that is what the right woman is not. Now, what is the right woman? What is she like? Who is she? There, likewise, ye wives, be in subjugation to your own husbands, that if any obey not the word, they also may without the word be won by the conversation of their wives, while they behold your chaste conversation coupled with fear. And so what this verse is saying is, if you are with a man who is not grounded in the word of God, for whatever reason, you need a woman who has such a character in her conversation and conduct that just by her influence and her doing, you may be won over mm -hmm. to the Lord's side just by her influence. Just when you think about it, what yeah, does that do for you? It gets, for me, it gets me happy. Just as simple, as, simple yeah. as just happy. Happy, you know what I mean? Just yes. like... There it is. Mm -hmm. And what does she have to do? Like, what's the conduct that it's talking about? What are things that you can look at a woman just by her conduct and say, this is God-fearing? I would think, um, you know, someone who takes her spirituality seriously, takes her relationship with God seriously, you know, doesn't talk, just talk the talk, but she also walks the walk. You can genuinely see and feel and know that she has a, a genuine relationship uh, with God, I think it also uh, shows. I think it's. I think it's sexy to be honest with you. <laughs> when you when you find a God fearing woman, someone who is just so genuine and passionate about building a relationship with God and, and and wanting to be a better human being, you know, I think it's just it's 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 definitely it checks one of the boxes, you know. Right. <laughs> uh, you know, someone who loves the Lord and and is a Proverbs 31 woman, a yes. virtuous woman, you know, someone who desires with their entire being to build and become better while acknowledging that they are a sinner saved by grace and that they cannot do it by themselves. You know, yes. I, I think those things compose like a, a God-fearing woman. So Proverbs 31 verse 10 to 11 says, who can find a virtuous wife for her worth is far above rubies. The heart of her husband safely trusts her, so he will have no lack of gain. So he will have no lack of gain. So a man will gain yes. in all aspects of life mm -hmm. when he has a woman 
you want to come home knowing, you know, or you want to be at work wanting to come home. home yes. But you want to be at work in such a good attitude that you love your job because of her influence. Mm-hmm. It should affect every aspect of his life, you know. The right woman will make you happy in ways that you you just really cannot imagine. Mm. And yeah, you're gonna have your days where you're upset with each other, where you're sad with each other. Right. But if you're a virtue, if she's a virtuous woman, you know that you're gonna you're gonna be able to talk out your issues, and that you're not gonna go to sleep until everything is okay. You're gonna sort out your issues. Uh, but that, that that virtuous woman will make you very happy and you're not going to be happy that you're with her you're going to be happy for the for the person that she is for how she uplifts you like you said uh for how she uh, causes you to want to be a better human for how you are able to feed into each other all of those things working together will make you love her more and more each day you'll value her you'll value her happiness over the happiness of others. You value her happiness over uh, physical and material and the yeah. small little things because at the end of the day, you know that she's your ride or die. She's there for you through the thick and the thin. She, she, your love for her, you know, you cannot describe and you're just so thankful for God that he could even bless you with such a woman like this. And I think you, you, you'll know when you find that person that you're so passionate about because they'll be on your mind at least once a day you'll be you'll just you'll 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 just be waking up in the morning singing songs smiling like they're like they're in a care in the world and it's because of her it's because of her by beholding you become when you find a good thing Mm. you're not gonna let it go hallelujah somebody when you find a good thing you're not gonna let it go you'll fight hell or high water to ensure that you have this thing and it shouldn't be one way it shouldn't be the husband sending all of this love to you and not you not reciprocating it back Mm -hmm. that virtuous woman should also equally be reciprocating it back she should be at work like i gotta get home to my boo you know it's been too long you know she should be excited to be around you she should be full of that passion that energy that happiness to want to be around you because when you when she brings that passion and he brings that passion it's over over. you know you're building something beautiful and those experiences that experience to you know be so passionate about somebody comes from the god-ordained relationships and situations that you've had to endure or go through to learn to become the person that you are you know, I don't think it just happens overnight. You don't exactly. just become passionate about somebody who's a great thing if you don't know what a good thing is or if you don't know how to handle that good thing. And sometimes people actually do know what a good thing is. They just have never experienced it. You've you've never had the opportunity to uh, to deal with that exactly. or be in that in that in that situation, you know? Amen. And lastly, Proverbs 19 verse 4 says, "House and riches are the inheritance of fathers, and a prudent wife is from the Lord. Amen. A prudent wife is from the Lord. Money cannot no. buy love. No, it cannot. But she is from God. That's mm. a gift to you. And so this is a very important and deep conversation. Mm-hmm. Is she the right woman or the topic, which is the wrong woman? And so what we learn from that is we need to secure our undivided devotion to God. You need to be the right man before you can find the right woman. Be in harmony with God that he can lead you because she's a gift from God. A prudent wife is from the Lord. You Mm -hmm. can't buy it. You can't search for it. You will find it, but he will lead you to it. Um, 
Number two is, will she bring happiness to your home, to your life? You know, and the, the quote goes back, it says, you need to find one who can refine and ennoble you. You'll have noble aspirations because of her influence. And so that is what we're talking about today. What the right woman is not. Mm. Being cautious and heeding, taking heed to the warnings God has given us. And what the right woman is, what we need. Because you're linking two destinies together. Heading to one, which is mm-hmm. the kingdom of heaven. Amen. So if you're not there, if you're not going together. Mercy. <laughs> if you're being pulled apart, then That's you leave good. room for Satan. So mm-hmm. let's be grounded in God. Find the right one and work with her to get to the kingdom of heaven. And so that brings us to the end. This is I Testify Conversation Station. Oh, my God.